All right. Welcome to this uh, episode of the Beyond the Boundary IPL podcast. Uh, I didn't want to open with that much enthusiasm because the whole purpose of this podcast is to cover the IPL, and the IPL has been suspended. Uh, the lights have officially been uh, taken off, and uh, but yeah, I think. Sorry, what Thomas? Extinguished. Oh yes, they've been extinguished, and. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a weird forty eight hours for the IPL. Uh, you know, the, especially for me because I think the the whole news of KL Rahul getting appendicitis and missing a week minimum, uh, and you know probably missing four games, it really bummed me off because I'm like the minimum chance that we had, it's gone now that we've lost our best player, and now the IPL suspended. So I think the only positive that I have is that in case it. Resumes in that September window as people are talking. It's very likely that Kedar will be 100% fit by then. So it's I don't know. I'm trying to see the positive here, but there aren't uh, really any positives per se because the, the the virus has managed to breach a bubble as well. We're going to get into the details of that and kind of analyze all the news that we have. Uh, but yeah, Thomas, first thoughts on the IPL getting suspended. You know, like I think all of us, me and you included, we laughed at the PSL when it was suspended, right? It was, oh, oh, yeah, I was covering it professionally, so I was very happy when it got suspended because it was a pain in the rare side covering that league. <laughs> yeah, so both of us was like we laughed at Pakistan. He said, "Oh, such dumbasses! They can't even hold the tournament properly," you know. And then yeah. it's kind of, I mean, it's ironically funny that IPL also. Had to get suspended for more or less the same reasons. That goes to show that I mean, a virus doesn't work on people's timetable. We are supposed to work on the virus's timetable here. <laughs> Anyways, it's just <laughs> it's it's kind of funny, you know, the way like uh, the IPL uh, organization committee. I think they were also, despite that, uh, the first news team which came out was Varun Chakravarti's positive test, right? Yep, yep. Along with Sandeep Parya. Yep. And it was funny that the IPL governing council, they were very, you know, they were very upbeat, you know, they can still go ahead with this, you know, they, it, there was not much, they were, it was basically, the ship will keep on sailing. But then it took like, a couple of other teams to also suffer from it. Then very soon after CSK, a couple of, two or three CSK officials, they also tested positive and then it just became like a domino effect and, yeah, it, it was disappointing, but, you know, sometimes, human life and compassion is basically more important than money. 100%. Yeah, man. Uh, and I think both of us had uh, it pretty clear. I remember talking to you the moment the news about Sandeep Barrier and Varun Chakravarti broke uh, because the last team that KKR played were Delhi and then Delhi played mm. Punjab. So, my first thoughts yep. were exactly like what had happened in the NBA when Rudy Gobert tested positive. For like those of you uh, who don't follow the NBA, that is basically the moment where the NBA was brought to a halt because of one player testing positive and then uh, And Gobert got like, a bad name after that. He got a very name. bad name after that because this was back when, uh, you know, we didn't know too much about COVID and and, and I'm pretty sure yeah, a lot people of people thought it was a joke. Yeah, even if you didn't, uh, don't follow the NBA, the, the video of Gobert just touching uh, all the microphones during the press conference when he was down with a cold 
kind of broke the internet because that kind of showed how irresponsible he was as a player. So this this I won't say this is similar, but it is irresponsible because it's been over I would say 15 months since the world has known about COVID, right? So the fact that sure he did use a green corridor and all of that, and and I I actually want to call out one of my mentors as well on this. Uh, I mean, obviously he doesn't know that he's my mentor, but there's this journalist called Borya Majumdar. Uh, like he, for, I'm pretty sure you guys know that he's he co-wrote Sachin Tendulkar's autobiography. He's like really well known around the sports journalism circles. Uh, he was of the opinion that nothing happened in the hospital because the two people that Varun Chakravarti came in contact with are double vaccinated and did not show any symptoms. No one bothered to test the two people that came in contact with Varun Chakravarti. before you know actually sending him into the hospital now i get it that you can't always test uh, you know the people in the hospital but it's been over 48 hours since this incident has happened and there's no public record of these two individuals which was the doctor and i think it was one of the nurse or the ward boy uh, who accompanied the doctor during that scan they haven't been tested either yeah uh, so i just feel like this is supremely irresponsible on the ipl's part uh, maybe when you set up a bubble in the future just think of having a doctor and and a, a room with basic medical facilities i'm pretty sure the world's richest cricket board basic can afford yeah machine. can afford a basic yeah. scanning machine right i mean it's it's, yep. it's common sense it was just yeah it was really irresponsible and then i guess when the news came that the csk camp has had one test come positive and the rapid antigen test which in my opinion the rapid antigen test if you have gotten covid that only then it gotten covid and recovered only then is the antigen test supposed to be uh, a lot more reliable because it shows you that you have antibodies but if you have covid or are going to get covid it makes no sense so i don't even know why they did that yes. and that one came negative <laughs> and the media just started saying oh my god csk is fine and i have to call up the csk fans i'm sorry i've been reading the internet and when the rapid antigen test came negative they're like they are criticizing our players i'm sorry you have been responsible for bubble breaches Two years in a row now. Okay, please get your act together. This is not a joke. They 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 organized a camp before last season's IPL, which kind of resulted in in you know the likes of Rituraj Gaikwad and Deepak Chahar missing such a uh, long part of the training period, which is why they probably didn't do well last season. So yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going on this rant, but I feel like CSK just messing up two years in a row now. uh it it really annoys me and plus there's no details as to how did lakshmivadi balaji and the driver and the ceo get it right and now my fancy is as positive as well so it's just it's really frustrating man like this is this is just grossly um incompetent the, the incompetence is just at another level right now but yeah thomas any any rants from you no I, i'm not going to go into a rant but like i i i was so like astounded by you know how you know the ipl thought that it could continue after the varun chakravarti positive test you know i swear i'm, I swear. I'm pretty sure yeah it was they, they were <laughs> it was like business as usual i don't think so they what they the first thing which they did the sort of business was to reschedule the rcb kkr game which is scheduled to happen that day which was on monday it yeah. was the third of may so yeah so that is the first thing we did okay that's a good first step i mean i think that's a logical thing which anyone would do but they were quite <laughs> optimistic you know they didn't think that 
there could have been interaction with other teams and what not you know the the and what goal what it, what pissed me off even more was Kekar didn't reveal when he went for this supposed scam you know yeah uh, for all we know we don't it, it may not have been a scam i'm i'm not putting <laughs> i'm not going to say that uh, he may have gone to party or something but you never know you know because they didn't do the due diligence like why is why are they hushing it up that's what mm-hmm. i'm saying there's no transparency there so so like if he was going for a legit medical issue yeah i mean people can go for scan so the reason why natarajan was ruled out was because he would need to go and so he had a he had to undergo he refused to go out of the bubble uh, you remember right the story yeah, where yeah. he was injured initially Uh, in the initial part cycle and he refused to get a scan because that was outside the bubble and he was like no i want to stay here and we have it and maybe play you know uh, and you could commend him on that so when such a thing had happened before the yeah, idea there's no transparency they didn't do it any i mean what the fuck was the I mean, sorry for swearing here but what was the kkr management doing here what was venki myself doing what was uh Ben McCallum Ben McCallum I, I wouldn't put too much blame on him because he is a coach but even then he might have been involved in something he may have known about this you know so yeah it, it is just astounding yeah and 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 the thing is we've had two incidents of uh, you know people going to the hospital or contemplating going to the hospital pre Varun Chakravarti right or at least pre of as of the timeline that we are aware of uh which is basically when the news broke out we don't know the exact date for all we know he could have gone two weeks back and he may have even infected three four other teams by now because he's played every ipl game uh this season but you had exactly. natarajan finally getting ruled out and and he has left the bubble and he has you know uh, started rehab on his knee you had kl rahul going the moment he went to the hospital and like you know the physio said that it's appendicitis he was ruled out he was ruled out for that one week he needs to undergo a quarantine again to re-enter the bubble this should be the norm if varun really had to go out he should quarantine i'm sorry i get your yeah why was he quarantine he should have at least quarantine for another 3 4 days right i mean it's yep. just grossly oh i'm just so annoyed at, at you know that. sorry what were you saying yeah it's incompetent and Very like they doing this i mean yeah like they doing i mean there is this pressure you know winning games but sometimes they put uh, they put personal safety behind the goal of whatever whatever the goal of ktr is which is i would say it is entering the playoffs but whatever yeah. no they put it they, <laughs> they did that and not as he is your best bowler he is your best bowler really so far in terms of uh, the the mystery aspect Varun Chakravarti has been the only consistent bowler that KKR have had this season if you're looking at it from a cricketing aspect and I don't want to point any fingers to them but maybe they didn't want to give Kuldeep a chance while Chakravarti was in quarantine uh after that I I just don't know and 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 there was a very detailed article in today mornings as in uh 5th of of, of May um uh, the Times of India edition Uh, had like probably the reasons why the bubble was breached, and there were there were a lot of aspects to that. So I think one of the main things that probably did not make sense, and and no one pointed that out, including us, 
uh, is the fact that once the cases started increasing, uh, the cluster caravan format in which you move from city to city does not work. Uh, I think it's uh, compromised basically. It, it is compromised because there are only a few teams that do the tarmac to tarmac travel, uh, but hmm. there are there's a good percentage of them that actually have to end up going into terminals, uh, and then. On top of that, all of them have to be frisked as well, right? Because you're you're traveling. Even though it's a chartered plane, uh, you have to go mm. through a security check because that's just protocols. Mm. And and well, I think there are only you you either have to be a diplomat, you have to be part of the government, or you have to uh, have a Bharat Ratna. So if Sachin Tendulkar was part of the Mumbai Indians think tank, he would be the only one who wouldn't be frisked. <laughs> so uh, yeah. the thing is. Yeah, all of them have to go through it. Yeah. And plus um, the pilots and flight attendants, they wouldn't be tested as rigorously as the players. That's exactly. Right. So even right. even if you're wearing PPE and you're frisked, even like I think this has happened to the best of us, right? Like everyone says that you shouldn't touch your face uh, in in a public place, but if you have like your nose itching or your eye itching, you just end up touching yeah. your face. You 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 don't know about it. Maybe that's something that happened to Varun Chakravarti yeah. coming out of the hospital, right? Uh, so these these I don't know. We, or we, wherever I, else he was in. Exactly. We we don't know exactly where it is. And the weird part is, I saw a thirty thirty five minute interview of Borya Majumdar with Venki Mysore, and Borya didn't question him even once as to when uh, Chakravarti went to the hospital. Which was I, I was very disappointed by that because that would have just given us a clearer timeline, and and the thing is, KKR instead of informing like may, we don't know if they've informed the other teams, but as of yesterday, before the IPL got suspended, only KKR were in hard lockdown. Uh, CSK were comp, hmm. they were they were you know kind of contemplating whether they should go into hard lockdown or not. Uh, so they were chilling even, basically. Yeah, yes, even, they were just yeah, chilling. Yeah, they were they were they were chilling, right? And even if they did inform, like you know, the other teams, uh, if for example they informed Delhi, what about even Delhi should have informed Punjab? And and I follow Punjab's social media really closely, and they were all relaxing in the team room. Uh, so this is just <laughs> it's it's kind of funny as to how irresponsible everyone is, right? And uh, there was another aspect in the article that was written this morning is that uh, rumor has it that all the hotels that they travel to uh, did not follow the ten-day quarantine rule. A lot of them just stopped at five or six. Uh, so it could be hotels as well. And and the fact of the matter is that all the hotels were handed SOPs, but the bubble officers. There are four bubble officers in each bubble. Um, The bubble officers weren't sent to the hotels in advance. They travelled with the team, so the the SOPs were sent to the the hotels. For those of you who don't know, SOPs are standard operating procedures. Uh, so the SOPs were sent to the hotels, but no one went to the hotel to check if the hotels are doing, uh, you know, the the due diligence or following the procedure. So it's just. It's kind of hilarious. Like I don't want to typecast this, but this was typically a way an Indian organization uh, runs. Like you know the the difference in what the UAE did last year and what the Indian Indian organizations did this year. It's just so clear. And even with so much money, so much experience, um, I don't know how they did this. And now now I'm kind of scared. 
with India hosting series series in India, right? Like, who knows if Akshar Patel picked up the the virus in the bubble for all you know before coming to the IPL, and and all of them just miss getting infected by like a whisker. It it kind of makes you question their accountability. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and not just that, you know. I I think Adam Zampa as soon as he so he. Uh, Uh, Kane Richardson also pulled out of the IPL, made way through the tournament, and they got on <laughs> the the easiest. I mean, the the fastest flight to Australia. And when they landed in Australia, Adam Zampa mentioned that uh, the reason why he came to the UAE bubble was because he felt that it was way safer than this. And why he left this was he kind of knew that it would get breached. Yeah. So when a player, so this guy is like twenty seven, twenty eight years old, so he can get. Future IPL contacts. You know there was this Andrew Tye. His comments it sounded like you know he's 35 years old. He didn't care about getting another contract. But mm-hmm. Adam Zampa, he's kind of in the prime of his career, and for him to say that was quite you know damning on the IPL yeah. and how they've organized it. You know, and, no, but I, I honestly feel like yeah. none of the teams would hold hold that against him you know, because it's covid it's not that he has anything against the country it's just that for example if, if the serie a continued in italy you think ronaldo would have stayed in the country when when you know the the kind of outbreak broke out the way it did uh, because italy was the epicenter in terms of the european outbreak no he went back home right so uh, i don't think anyone has hold it against him when he comes back Yeah, but I I don't know. There is this thing that when you make such comments, you get blacklisted. Anyways, we'll move on. From I think Ty yeah, will be blacklisted for sure because uh, he kind of said that how can you spend these many resources on the IPL when your people aren't able to get into the hospital, which is a pretty solid argument if you think about it. But yeah, I think it's a very valid point. It is. It is a very valid point. And and uh, as of right now, I was just going through the news on the IPL. Uh, and BCCI has pledged 100 crores to the COVID relief, which is something that we predicted that will happen uh, when they suspend the IPL yeah. because of the kind of flack that they get. Uh, so, but yeah, I think one more comment that I did not like, which came out from the BCCI, was that they would lose close to 2,000 to 2,500 crores. Uh, let me put this plainly: no one gives a shit <laughs> as to how much money you lose. <laughs> Okay, the the country is kind of burning right now, and the fact that the bubble was breached, um, you maybe could have kept the fact that you're going to lose two thousand five hundred crores if the IPL does not continue, and maybe could have had stricter restrictions. Uh, but yeah, I think what we you can do that to players. To, yeah, exactly, exactly. That you know what we're going to give you bonuses for bubble uh, discipline. Like, like you know, teachers used to give stars to kids who would be silent in the class. Uh, they probably have to do that. And like, no offense to Chennai, I feel like they'd still end up breaking it because they really seem like they're not disciplined. Considering this has happened two years in a row now, um, and, and I don't want no, to take things. At, at yeah, sorry, go ahead. At the post-match press uh, in the post-match uh, whatever uh, presentation. They give how many awards now? I, even I lose a uh, uh, number of oh, the awards they give. There's they, one they, with like cred. There's awards. one with upstocks. There's one with the car. Yes, yes. There's a Dream Eleven. There's one. Then there's, there's the Dream game 11. changer. Then the, yeah. 
I think a lot like of five stuff. minimum five five to six awards. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of insane. And, and I think the the clear indication of how much money they get is when the presentation ceremony happens. The the board that's behind them, like you know the the kind the sponsors are basically written on this weird uh, kind of whiteboard just behind you, and like all the sponsors are stuck on it. Uh, there are so many on that; it's kind of insane. And and the boundary rope as well. So like I'm not saying there's a problem. Make your money, okay? Because at the end of the day, that 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 money does kind of funnel uh, into even the state uh, cricket associations, which kind of helps the grassroots. uh in terms of junior cricket as well so i'm fine with that uh but i felt like the bubble reg- regulations would have been a lot more stricter um and and like you know you you would have read those reports as well right that they were planning to move it to mumbai after a a, a one week quarantine and kind of they wanted to do a one week hard hard lockdown for all the players and then kind of hit restart like a hard reset sort of thing yeah a hard reset and and the thing is uh banki mysore was discussing this with bona majumdar on the on the interview and banki mysore said that uh with this was before even they announced it so borea just asked him that yeah if this is something that would happen you as a team have a say in it right so would you be okay with it he said uh i'm not sure if that would work out because all of us are going to travel from different locations after the 7 days as well and on top of that uh it 7 days won't be enough to kind of quarantine and you would need nine hotels minimum uh i would say 10 because the broadcast team is pretty large as well uh so you'd need hmm. one team one hotel for the broadcast team one hotel for the umpires and the commentators and then so what about the ground staff as well ground staff so the, the ground staff has their own bubble no no they have their own bubble hmm. in the city uh i'm not like okay. they, but but you can you you've heard the reports at the delhi cricket association right uh, yes, so yes, but those are the dca yeah, their for... bubble was pretty porous like very delhi delhi wala attitude yeah sada sada kuch nahi hona kind of scene i mean and and i just i just loved the the statement that came out from the dca ironically loved it uh they said that no no we keep rotating the ground staff so the same <laughs> that tested positive they have left it they they got they left two days back as if they don't know that the incubation period can stretch from 48 hours to to you know a week uh so Seven so they could have they could have picked it up 24 hours before that spread it all over the pitch <laughs> and then just Oh my God! It's just yeah. So basically, when you guys were having ten hotels and then making ten hotels do their quarantines, uh, and then you know moving all of them there, uh, it it doesn't really make sense. I get that Mumbai has three stadiums, and you know maybe they could have added Pune in it as well because like uh, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, and Sharjah, it's all a one one and a half hour, two hour road trip uh, to and fro the stadium. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe that that could have been something that they they should have done. Because I remember both of us were discussing it, right? That four stadiums yeah. would be divided amongst eight teams. That was a in, initial plan before this cluster caravan was invented uh, for the idea. Yeah, this clever idea, you know. Oh, yeah. cluster caravan, you know. Let's be. No, so so a lot of a lot of tournaments do cluster caravan if they want to negate home advantage, but that is pre-COVID times. 
uh, where you just want to see if the the best team in terms of you know reading the uh, what do you say the conditions on that day win. But post COVID, actually, you know what I was thinking. A lot of these grounds um, that are used by the state cricket associations have really good quality pitches, uh, but they don't have good quality stands. Now, do you need stands when you're playing a behind closed door tournament? So you you could have really done it in one 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 city with like five stadiums. Uh, you know, Mumbai has three normal, but they have two uh, practice facilities. Near the Why not uh, have it at the Maidans as well? You know the famous Maidans from yeah, Shivaji Park. Amazing. Just imagine you know. Yes, yes. Just one like each franchise has to play one game over there, and then it becomes like a gully cricket sort of. <laughs> no, I know we're, we're kind yeah, of how we just... around with that, with that. But I'm just saying <laughs> but... that this could have been planned a lot better. Uh, but yeah, I think we have to move on to to one uh, fact. Um, that that really doesn't concern the IPL, but it has been in the news. Uh, what about the T20 World Cup? Where do you see that happening? And I feel like we we've ranted for quite a bit now. Maybe we can wrap after talking about the T20 World Cup, and then we can maybe talk about and, just uh, how they can next, the next right Yeah, exactly. Uh, which is one, but yeah, just briefly on the T20 World Cup from you, where where and how do you think it's going to happen? It's happening in the UAE, that's for sure. So I read yeah. somewhere that uh, they would, uh, so UAE would have the hosting rights, but mm-hmm. uh, the broadcasting revenue would go to the BCCI. So they had okay. reached like this agreement, like that. So which kind of makes sense. I'm not going to say like they, I mean UAE and India, they have a long-standing relationship and whatnot. So it's yeah. feasible that way. And seeing as how the bubble, the IPL. It, which had a lot more games basically. They had to fit. They played uh, the T20 World Cup will be lesser games, like but it'll be more games. teams. That's the thing. More it's teams. Be more teams. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so that that may be an issue. So the thing with the T20 World Cup, they have a pre-qualifying tournament, right? Just yeah. days before the T20 World Cup, if you notice, wherein two qualifiers from that, so that they can just have that tournament separately. And make it like an 18 T20 World Cup, I think. That would be great. Okay, that's kind of interesting. No, but uh, I think that that's an interesting point that he brought up. So now a lot of people don't know this, but the pre-qualifying tournament does not happen like you know at the Abu Dhabi Stadium that we've all seen. So if if you remember, every time mm-hmm. the drone shot from last season would pull out of the Abu Dhabi Stadium, you would see two different grounds, right? So they'd be actually three, yep, yep. Maybe, maybe one training kind of pitch. Uh, they'd be the main ground and then another ground behind that. <laughs> so a lot of the yep, pre-qualifying yep. tournaments uh, for for the UAE team have happened hmm. on those grounds. So I feel like hmm. for the World Cup, if they if they eventually do it there and and maybe Dubai and Sharjah have a couple grounds like that as well, they can still manage to to you know maybe take five to six grounds. Uh, and three main ones. Obviously, the final would be in Dubai or Abu Dhabi or Sharjah, one of those grounds. Uh, but the problem is that uh, having 16 different bubbles. Sure, in the UAE, it's it's feasible, but um, yeah, it's going to be a logistical nightmare in terms of scheduling the games in in those kind of grounds. But, but be... I have another suggestion. Uh huh. Okay, so uh, technically, the next T20 World Cup. Uh, I mean. After the one which was supposed to happen in India was supposed to take place in New Zealand and 
Australia. Why not yeah. swap the two venues? Yeah, because I think maybe that's something that ICC yeah. can do. Yeah. But the problem is BCCI yeah, has ICC in their pocket, right? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, BCCI ideally they would want to have it in India, right? With crowds. Yeah. Too, right. To have. So, I mean, uh, that is more. Yeah, so in 2023 the situation would be much better than it is in 2021. And doing it in UAE basically you're just losing uh, maybe fans will be allowed in the stadiums in UAE that we don't know. And but I think yeah. a lot of them uh, that is basically they're fully vaccinated over there, right? Not, yeah, they they've had Pfizer sure. in January. I'm not sure if they're fully vaccinated but they've had the Pfizer vaccine since January 2021. Yeah, basically fans can attend that, so they would lose out on that revenue. That would go to the board, rightly so. so. They could do like a swap because like Australia and New Zealand, they have handled it much better than what India has done. Especially New Zealand. I mean, generally New speaking, Zealand, New Zealand have been pandemic-free for like six months now, uh, and we are grappling yeah. with our second wave while most countries are finished with their third wave. Uh, so yeah, it's not looking <laughs> really good. Uh, but yeah, yeah we're showing you know we we are uh, our development is also like that right so we are just following in the footsteps you know this slow yeah yeah this is a developing nation uh but uh, <laughs> i think we have to talk about the future of the ipl because uh, like we mentioned at the top of the podcast um, rajiv shukla who's one of the part of the governing council of the ipl uh he said that he wants to make it absolutely clear that the IPL is not cancelled it's suspended oh. slash postponed uh so they they are looking at a september window tentatively right now uh but i think if if anyone was to open uh you know maybe cricket for crickbuzz or whatever you guys use to check your cricket fixtures uh if you just go through the international calendar for cricket right now it's very unlikely that they'd be able to get that window uh now i think we have to mention it on the top is that uh india first is going to the world test championship right and i am going to look at this from an india perspective because a good 80 85% of the players that are going to be taking part are going to be indian players so you would have to check their uh you know availability before checking the foreign players uh so we we play the world test championship in june uh, which is going to precede a 14 day uh quarantine in southampton mm. uh so that's that's probably they they probably be leaving in i think they can leave a little early uh, <laughs> to be honest because there's no point sitting in a country and you may get covid right they might as well get get used to the conditions there uh, and i'm pretty sure pujara would be wondering why he even joined the csk camp he could have just played county cricket and escaped this bs uh, <laughs> so yeah the csk camp which doesn't give a fuck about uh, exactly uh, like regulation like, i think i think csk's second choice uh, uh, opener was robin utappa and then it was pujara so <laughs> probably didn't make any sense for him to stay in the first place Uh, but yeah so they play on the 18th of june right so they'd have to be in england i think the earliest on the 1st of june because you'd need at least two to three days of training before playing a test match i did more they'll be in england for a month that would be a very safe yeah yeah like i think that's a good way to put it and then they they end up playing 
uh even i mean they're touring england uh, shortly after that i'm not sure what's going to happen with the asia cup which was going to happen in sri lanka uh now there 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 are rumors oh, that is not sri- happening yeah yeah there's a rumor of a sri lankan variant now <laughs> of the corona virus <laughs> so might as well not go and get that to india as well guys <laughs> So yeah, after that they 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 briefly come back, and then you have the T20 World Cup in September, and then they've already promised South Africa that they're going to tour them. Uh, so they'd have to do that between September and December because December is also peak Test cricket time uh, around the world. So yeah, the basically the the just to put a long story short, their window is probably. 15 days in September, uh, or maybe just after the T20 World Cup before November, kind of kicks in. Uh, so yeah, Thomas and me hmm. kind of had a few ideas. Do you want to elaborate on a few of them? Maybe BCC has listened to this podcast. We can um, get yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this question: Do you want to continue with the rest of the season, or do you just want this to be Mandalorian voyage? That is, that's a key question, I think. Right? Because I think you're asking me personally. Firstly, yeah, I, I don't oh, think it's worth the risk uh, to you know kind of uh, get players back into a bubble uh, to complete a three-week IPL. Sure, if we do it in the UAE, it's it's good. But I feel like if you if you think of it from player fatigue point of view, right? The last IPL happened, uh, <laughs> then they moved to a bubble in Australia, then they came back to India after that great Test victory, and literally. 15 days late 10 10 15 days later they were back in the england bubble right and this is your your core of indian players like all of them who are in all three squads right so you play the test series and then after the test series we had a t20 series and then we had an odi series and then we had the ipl bubble again and now we move to the world test championship bubble and then the england bubble then come back into the uae bubble and then move potentially the, from the uae bubble which is the t20 world cup bubble into the ipl bubble and then the south africa series bubble and then potentially another series that bcci will probably slate in january or february which i'm pretty certain of they will do because they don't miss an opportunity to increase their revenue so i feel like uh, personally for me i feel like they should cancel it because uh, player fatigue would set in at a large level considering that players in these uncertain times haven't gotten enough time with their family like they should have uh but yeah if they do it they need to be creative about it they can't end up playing another 20 plus games in a bubble uh and plus you know we we did discuss this pre podcast that next year is certainly uh, a 10 team ipl so you'd have to yeah so there are many consequences of Cancelling it and not uh, and going ahead with it, right? So there are yeah. these various consequences. So, uh-huh. like basically, you are asking teams to make an assessment on their squads on seven games, half yeah. an IPL. They don't get the full IPL to make an assessment on who to keep, who not to keep, especially with their new recruits this season, the ones who they paid the big bucks to. So, pointing uh, maybe Kyle Jameson, who has been good in his seven games, but do you would you want to like get him back based on the seven games? Maybe not. You know, there are a lot of these questions which yeah. are not, which you can't resolve. And with the, I mean, unless they push back the ten teams, but I don't see that happening. BCCI को पैसा चाहिए and BCCI. No, plus have infiltrated by government tentacles as well. 
indirect i mean directly you could say you can just tell it out yeah. there so yeah. everyone wants their money so paisa 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 that's it <laughs> no but like, like just to interject for like a second uh the thing is <laughs> if i am an organization the bcci sure ko paisa chahiye uh but the problem <laughs> is that the the broadcast rights for the ipl expire this year now the only way they can put a uh, 10 team ipl is that if they give star a one year contract and you know defer it only then i see this season finishing because if you do this season in september november you're not mm-hmm. giving teams enough time to plan for the next ipl right because they they there's this whole oh, that they would have to do from now they they have to start now but i'm saying that they they there needs to be clarity that you know what auction is on the 5th of january uh and your hmm. retentions are on the 15th of december so if you give them those dates now hmm. they'd be able to plan it a lot better because i've seen a, i mean a lot of teams have ended up rushing it uh case in point is uh, kings 11 Uh, in the past, because I mean, they've they've let go of a lot of that. They're just like, you know what? We don't have time. Let's just start a new team and build another team from scratch. Uh, so you need to give that planning time. So I feel like if the IPL happens in November, it's going to be very difficult to get that planning time. Sure, you you can do it like on the spot and be like, you know what? My team is going to play five more games. My team is going to play seven more games. I can see it now and then plan it for a month in advance. Uh, But yeah, it's 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 a logistical nightmare. I think BCCI need to first take a call on whether the ten teams IPL is going to go through next year or not, because that is going to be the linchpin that is going to determine the rest of the moves that are going to take place. If they say we'll defer it by a year, let 2022 be an eight team IPL, we'll have another mini auction and we'll get it done, and then a mega auction next year. Then it's fine. Then in even uh, Teams like uh, Sunrisers and and actually yeah, just Sunrisers right now. Even even Punjab and and KKR, the ones who were kind of look groping in the dark. Even someone like a CSK who who are built on a short term kind of procedure, they they'd be a little uh, iffy about it. Uh, but yeah, that's just how it is, man. These are the times we live in, and these decisions are going to have consequences. But what is your opinion? I'm you just thinking, thinking in. Yeah, go ahead. No, one final thing. Like I, I can't help but feel a little schadenfreude at CSK. They're doing so well, but yet they don't get to compete in a side yeah. thing. So it is funny. It's very funny. And so, and yeah, I feel, uh, I feel like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Continue. Yeah, I'm just gonna go transition into like whether I think it should happen or not. Okay. No. So I, I, I felt really bad, uh, for Dhoni. Okay, because I feel like even though this year the Dhoni the batsman, Dhoni the batsman hasn't been around the IPL for over 18 months now. Uh, you know he's he's probably not going to reach those heights again in with the bat. But I feel like when you're 39 years old and this was possibly your last IPL, and now it it gets postponed, and then you know even six months down the line now now Dhoni's birthday is on the 7th of July. uh so he's going to be 40 years old when the next one happens the so big photo yeah the basically the clock's running down for him right the only person elder than him is is chris gale and imran tahir 
and they don't have the responsibility of being the captain of the side uh so the clock's running down for him and i feel like yeah it it, it i i would really hate it if we don't get to see a full dhoni season uh in terms of the ipl but i know your yeah so if i have yeah so i think i am of the personal opinion that they should cancel it you know because i don't think there is anything much they can do is from what you nickel has also enumerated right so the timelines are just so messed up that it would take a herculean like bcca they managed to do it for us them and they should do it well that's what i would say so i i can look at it from the point of view from the franchise and from the point of the bcca so now having a uh a, a tournament which uh, which was cut short at the halfway stage not good for business not good for rep as well so i'm pretty sure they look at the avenues to like go ahead with the tournament whenever is suitable so in that scenario i think they should just look at what the nba did you know with their bubble so there were there were a lot of uh, so i think me and nikhil we follow the nba very avidly uh, the maybe the average uh, cricket fan they so basically even the nba was in a similar sort of scenario we already mentioned rodrigo gobert contracted the virus and he was patient zero and that basically shut down an entire country uk uh, the us so yeah. what they did was there was a huge stretch of uncertainty so they didn't know whether they should cancel the season if they should go ahead whether they should reduce the game so what they did in the end was they implemented a bubble in orlando at disneyland of course they are owned by which is owned by disney i mean yeah. efn disney all that uh, to get uh, for the for the revenue purpose which you get you kind of get so what they did was they invited only a select number of teams so basically the teams were completely out of it like your college state warriors your cleveland cavaliers your think your uh, the minnesota timberwolves they were all they were basically ex- yeah basically they were called the delete eight so eight franchises like that they were not allowed to enter the Uh, um, uh, the bubble because they were too shit to compete in the bubble. Basically, <laughs> their record couldn't really uh, see them going into the playoffs. Uh, and I'm saying that yeah, as they, a Warriors fan, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, they were shit for that season. So okay, uh, man. yeah, so they invited twenty. Yeah, so they invited twenty-two teams uh, in which, so, and they came up with this play-in scenario wherein uh, the teams which finished. Uh, Eighth and ninth, they get a chance to like uh, fight against each other and get into the thing. So the IPL could do something like that. So now, right now, uh, SRS they're just mired to the bottom of the table. They're right now six points behind Mumbai. So what IPL should do is, I think they should cancel. So only Delhi and uh, Punjab have played eight games. So cancel out that game, make everyone's record be reflected at the halfway stage, basically seven, seven, seven. and make each team play till a minimum of 8 10 games which is a very good like me- uh, uh, yardstick to measure how well a team is done right i think that is sufficient problem going to the full yeah. body what do you think on that michel yeah i think i think that's a decent yardstick to have but like i mean i feel like i i'm not biased towards the nba or or i have some reservations towards the pcc i just don't think they're creative enough to come up with something like this uh i feel like it's highly unlikely that they'll do this unless they can continue playing the same format i don't see them doing it and the thing is uh 
they will get more revenue if sunrisers end up playing their the rest of their eight games as well uh, so i see them inviting sunrisers as well and i see them playing the the last what i, th- I think it's 28 matches that are left uh, so i see them playing that as well unless uh, i would love it if they would play something uh, i mean play play uh, get, get get this creativity in maybe taking inspiration from the nba but barring the nba i don't see a lot of other uh, sports leagues around the world being as creative uh, it's just uh, something i don't see them doing very often uh so yeah i i love the idea of maybe doing something like that but i don't think the ipl will do it. uh which is why i just feel like yeah so should nalit nalamboid uh get it get it over with we can we can maybe tweet a couple things tagging saurav ganguly on on twitter <laughs> but uh yeah i think like we mentioned it's the ipl's done uh <laughs> like i think i have to read this out like verbatim uh but um, riyan parag who is basically twitter's new best friend in in india he he had like the the funniest tweet i mean it was it wasn't exactly the funniest tweet but i just felt that the guy's kind of crazy like you know he he comes up with those crazy celebrations especially the one where he took a selfie with a fake selfie with which was just with his hand with rahul tiwari after taking a catch and and like his his infamous bihu dance and and all of that stuff uh but yeah he tweeted khatam tata bye bye which is <laughs> which is pretty hilarious like, <laughs> it's kind of cool that you know a 19 year old has this much confidence like even if he doesn't end up making a name for himself in the game i think he's he's going to be a very confident man Uh, in the future, but Khatam Tata Bye Bye is is basically what we should name this podcast, Thomas. When we put the episode <laughs> out, let's just name it Khatam Tata Bye. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good uh, note to wrap up on, right? Yep. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Riyan Parag, for that brilliant uh, segue into our conclusion. and uh, yeah we we have some suggestions in the podcast if dcci wants to filter it through and yeah we don't know where yeah we just given the outline we can give a more detailed plan if they come to us directly you know and we yeah. would of course want some money for it you know just give it from one <laughs> royalty just give us like 15 sponsors yeah give us like yeah, yeah, 2% 2% royalty and then we'll retire we don't have to work <laughs> Yep, yep. So, but yeah, we don't know when we're going to come up with a podcast again. Uh maybe if we feel like it, we'll do a more fleshed out one in which what the IPL can do uh and we we come up with that. Um and yeah, or we can do one thing like like I said before the episode that we can do like our mock expansion draft for the two teams that are coming in which team which players they would get which it would be an interesting episode. Yeah, I think we, yeah, we, we only do that if we have more clarity on whether the ten-team IPL is happening or not. So basically, the balls in the DCL yeah. court now. We can't do anything. We're just gonna go mm-hmm. back to our mundane daily lives and not be podcasters for another six months like we do every year. Uh, so hmm. That's just. That's But we just do have Chelsea. We, we can watch Chelsea games, and they are in goal for the Champions League. So yeah, that but that's us. a different podcast. Uh, but, <laughs> not the podcast. Uh, I'm talking about Chelsea. 
Okay, I I hope there aren't. There, I didn't want to get our football bias into this one because there may be a few Arsenal and Spurs fans that listen to us, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, we hate them now." Uh, but yeah, I think we've we've kind of extended this for a while now. Congrats, City, uh, on reaching your first uh, Champions League final. By the way, okay, Thomas, well, no a City fan. <laughs> there are no City fans. We all know that. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. That's about it. Uh, we don't know when we'll be back, but you can maybe keep tabs on our Instagram because I'm pretty sure we'll post something when we we kind of uh, are back. But thank you for tuning or in. Or subscribe to us on all the various podcast apps. You'll get yes. to know. It'll come in your feed basically. It will. It will. Uh, but yeah, this has been a little bit of a crazy season because the season didn't finish. Uh, but yeah, I think we have to prioritize on the point that everyone who is in India, please stay safe. Try to get vaccinating. Eight vaccinated, 18 to 44 ka age. Gra- I switched to Hindi side. 18 to 44, the age bracket. Uh, it's it's supposed to be available now. So just keep checking the COVID portal if you're in India and, and try to get vaccinated. Register yourself. Uh, follow COVID appropriate behavior. Please wear your masks. And see, see. And and in the words of Ryan Parag, "Khatam, Tata, bye bye." That's the perfect note to end on. Bye guys.